Hello everyone, welcome back to Momentum Podcast. Today we are having with us, back again, back after a long time, Komal Taya. Now Komal has helped me set up three different studios. This is Talking Fire Studio 3.0 and we did it since 2020. And do you remember which episode you were in over here in Momentum Podcast? Um, hi, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, I was in maybe in 6th, 7th. Damn, you're close. You were last in sixth episode. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know which episode this one is? Mm, near to 45? No, this is episode 60. That's the fun of it. Episode <laughs> 6 to episode 60. By the way, in between, 42 episodes of Talking Fire podcast happened. So if you're not aware of it, I run another podcast with Komal and I've been doing it for the past two to three years. And that's Talking Fire podcast. But the reason that she is here again today is uh, because there's a big what do you call announcement announcement <laughs> yes that's the perfect word over here komal is going to us and she's going to us for phd and we are not talking about 100 percent scholarship we are talking about monthly stipends and how much are you going to get stipend over there on a monthly say annual because then we can just divide it yeah so basically it will be like $32,000 per year that I'll be getting as stipend plus my tuition fee that will be waived off and additionally there'll be health benefits too (laughs) so I'll be like my health insurance will Mm -hmm. be included in that Mm. where my eyes dental and all things will also be included Mm. in that otherwise that's Mm. usually that's get excluded I don't know Mm. how that's included maybe that's perks of being in a PhD that's why yeah (laughs) or in the university (laughs) all right so it's like a five-year course obviously depends on uh, the candidate itself like when that person gets phd it's very different phd in u.s compared to phd in india yeah, right yeah, it's a very long course i i'm still like this this um, hmm. podcast we are recording in india mm-hmm. and i'm still processing it by the time it gets released by the way she will be, will have already landed in u.s yeah. <laughs> and this studio would have been demolished by then yeah. <laughs> oh no i'm bringing full-on bulldozers over here this is going to be demolished <laughs> okay into ashes you just burn it into ashes yeah is that like that so otherwise someone else will have it can't have that okay. <laughs> yeah let's see hmm. yeah so coming to this whole phd program so komal got selected not only in one college this scholarship offer she was offered from four different colleges uh two university of california uh, the 7 to 8 University of California she got offered from to Santa Barbara and Riverside uh, she also got selected in Stony Brook University 100% yeah. funded that's uh, in core mm. New York City yeah, yeah. and uh, then University of Connecticut correct yeah i don't know how do you pronounce it there is seen the connecticut people sometimes people i've heard people calling it connecticut mm. even i've heard you saying it connecticut but i always say the spelling says c-o-double-n-e-c-t-i-c-u-t so yeah. i always say it's connecticut <laughs> as long as it is not kentucky it works right okay yeah. uh, so komal has qualified uh, csi net as well twice so some of you guys will be surprised right now because Komal has been a professional model as well. And all this might be overwhelming for you. She was selected by three of the top modeling agencies that you can think of over here. She rejected all three. <laughs> uh, she has in past worked in a TVC uh, with Parley. 
and she has done almost all of her work was freelance because that's the way she rolls she likes to be free <laughs> and uh, meanwhile her career uh, related to chemistry has always been awesome right so she has done her bsc from delhi university and she has done her msc from vnit which is nit nagpur thank god you didn't say nagpur <laughs> otherwise every time ashish tell someone that komal is from nit jamshedpur yeah but this time i did not <laughs> yes. so so what's up with like you are having two different careers going on simultaneously you are, you have done great in your career related to chemistry thank uh, you, you were silver so. medalist right in vnit you you held the second position yeah but in the last i was first <laughs> You was it in the last semester? I was first, like. Oh, all right. Graduate. So last semester, yeah. you finally popped on the first position, right? But overall, it because was because the topper was not paying that much concentration. I just you're just that. being <laughs> humble. You just beated him fair and square. That's no, what. No, it up. was not like that. He <laughs> was paying attention over something else. All right. That's why. Most likely a girl. So uh, now, uh, after your MSc. you spent some time preparing for national level competitive examination like gate yeah and uh, csr net examination yeah. uh you went towards that multiple times a lot of our audience over here can relate you started working towards that in 2018 right and finally started cracking examinations mm-hmm. in 2019 yep so it's not that long but yeah you have seen failure in gate 2019 and yeah. then csr net two times before you finally got some rank yeah. you got first rank you was all india rank uh, 25 25 and, and then the, 29 you have secured all india rank 29 as yeah. well and then finally you have cracked gate examination as well now yeah. through gate examination it opens up a whole another door of phd through india as well yeah but you did not went for it right away i didn't even apply i would have mm. gotten it mm. but i didn't apply because i was COVID not ready for it was an mentally. issue as well at that time covid situation um You appeared. Yeah, yeah. In, it just started. Like, yeah. The moment it was gate twenty twenty. Yeah, the moment yeah. I just appeared for it, mm-hmm. and the next month the result came, mm-hmm. and then just the COVID hit us. Mm-hmm. So I was not, um, I was not affected by COVID in this term that uh, my placements or something like that it will get mm-hmm. affected because yeah. I was not worrying about it yeah. and it, it was not my. Priority. You were more focused at that time towards your modeling career, isn't it? Yeah, I just yeah. left everything and I just went. for uh, you know um, making my health priority yeah. making my uh, physique priority mm, yeah like so that. so as far as what i remember your plan in somewhere around february or march 2020 would be like get in shape and apply for modeling agencies by december 2020 right and yes, you started yeah, working like i just uh, worked uh, on myself mm. in terms of everything like diet and this martial arts and everything so that i, I get walk. in shape you used to walk yeah, a walk, lot right like i've been walking for like practicing it for 1 hour straight to 1 yeah. hour straight we are talking about uh, catwalk correct that's yeah. the correct term uh, runway walk yeah yeah runway walk that. yeah yeah so catwalk also you can say that mm. so uh, i used to practice it and uh, i just went my my everything for like 7 to 8 months and mm. then started applying for these modeling agencies mm. uh, and then in, you started getting rejected yeah, <laughs> so that's the first rejected. step yeah it's not like a natural thing that you are all of a sudden getting selected right and left yeah but um, at the same time uh, i think i'm good with contacts mm. i made like i talked people like <laughs> yeah. anything on instagram i made some contacts over there through them i got in touch with some agencies good agencies only mm-hmm. 
I interviewed at that time. Yeah, you gave the, some interviews, right? Yeah, I was having knowledge. I feel, but the thing which they were looking for was some experience. But I was mm. completely a uh, newbie, neophyte <laughs> in this field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think uh, they couldn't uh, see me on their board, mm-hmm. modeling modeling board. Mm-hmm. So uh, like, I think I I literally nailed that interview. They, where I was right. bombarded with a lot of questions like can oh, you yeah, name yeah. some 90s supermodel like that mm-hmm. and hell hell yeah I have, I'm like I stalk them all the time throughout yeah. like through 7-8 months I was doing this only yeah like research it's some solid yeah, research yeah last fashion show you watched was a show stopper and like mm-hmm. that so I was having knowledge mm-hmm. uh, pretty much good knowledge about it but I don't know how why I was re- rejected yeah. maybe like they asked me that uh, if you have some experience I'm mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm. I was completely neophyte I didn't know how to talk like mm-hmm. how to talk professionally in terms of this career mm-hmm. Like you have to negotiate. This yeah. career is all about. It's yeah. not about how uh, knowledgeable you are. It's about how uh, nicely you are putting yourself out there in the market mm-hmm. when a client hires you for a job. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's about that. I feel. And when you lack experience, mm-hmm. so agencies usually get reluctant. Yeah. But it's 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 the case over here in India. Otherwise. Uh, internationally agencies are more than happy to take new models mm, they mm. shape them they mold them into the way they want and then they put them out yeah yeah and then you got a little bit taste of uh, by the way at that time talking fire podcast was already running and then you started towards like okay if agencies we are not going to go with it by the way there were a lot of small agencies that you did not apply for you only went for the big ones and uh, then you started working freelancing yeah, yeah not thinking that these are small one or big one just mm-hmm. thinking that uh your career I, depends on i it. want to churn maximum out of it and i w- i was very selective and i like obviously when you say big that means they'll give you good placements yeah so yeah like you cannot get tied for a three-year contract with a small agency exactly. right? that's a very yeah. important decision that you make in your career yeah and this is a good i'm in mid-20s mm-hmm. like if i just if i'll be uh like there was one agency contract where yeah. they were asking me to sign for five years oh, and right. that was taking a lot mm-hmm. so i can't sign any agency for like five years straight mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so I'm already in mid twenties. I can't do it. If uh, had I been uh, uh, maybe fifteen or sixteen year old girl, I would hmm. have signed it. Yeah, easily. makes sense. So yeah. let us say you're doing B tech for four years. Anyways, you're not going to go anywhere. Sign yeah. a three year contract. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so after a few months in 2021, you must have started applying for colleges abroad, right? All right. Before that, we need to talk about something because this is the time that we planned for. We are going to talk about auto speaking yes. little bit, <laughs> guys. Auto speaking course is running full blown, and if you are interested in improving your confidence, your speaking skills, spoken English in general, be over there. It's a very uh, ground level course. There's no prerequisite, and we have been doing it for the past two years. And this time it is auto speaking 2.0, and we have just revamped everything now we have a proper interface a proper website ashishranjan.com go over there every information will be there we have a lot of students i today only took a live session so there's a live interaction there's a very personal kind of interaction it's not a webinar where you are not able to talk 
I know everyone. Like I know what they're working on. I know where they're lacking. Matter of fact, every day they send me recording and I go through it. Like what they need to work upon. Speaking skill is the most important and essential skill that you can develop to enhance your career in any domain. Komal is right now in chemistry domain. She was in modeling domain. Tell me, both the fields needed speaking skills, no yeah, matter yes. what it is, yes, right? Yes, frankly. And by the way, Komal has seen that course firsthand. Yeah, I have been part of it and it was amazing. It has worked uh, like heavily on my uh, speaking sk- skills and my confidence. And uh, like now I can manage negotiating with people in my career, especially modeling. Earlier, I was not able to do that. Now I've become professional with the help of Ashish only. So yeah, I'm vouching on the fact that it is an amazing course and you should go for it. There's a proper method to it and not only Komal or hundreds of other students that I've taught, I have used that technique on myself as well. And enough said, I'll be leaving the link down in the description box and a special discount code which will be valid for 5 to 10 days more. And that's about it coming back to your career and starting towards applying for PhD. So what was your thought process when you... Uh, when you started applying for PhD abroad, I know that you are very enthusiastic about chemistry itself. It's not just like, okay, I studied it just for the sake of studying it. You live and breathe that and you love it a lot. So what was the whole process? How did you start? Yeah, actually, it was not something when I was pursuing my career in modeling. It was not something I left it completely. Mm. I was uh, taking it parallel in terms of sometimes teaching in terms of sometimes reading hmm. uh, i have i've taught oh yeah yeah, yeah. komal has taught chemistry as well yeah i'm like though i'm i'm like uh, i'm like very bad at it still i'm just <laughs> going with it like uh, how dare you you're not bad at it like you're bad at teaching no you're I, perfect the no, student disagrees I'm with learning. you <laughs> and also i'm very bad at putting stuff on youtube i'm, I'm so inconsistent over there hmm. uh, So she's talking about a YouTube channel that she created. Her aim was to create free study material. Free study material so that people can get access to it. What Mm. happened when I was teaching on an online platform, Mm -hmm. I used to feel very bad when I used to take some free classes over Mm. there. And and people could not get access to my Mm. paid classes. Mm -hmm. And I was very much willing to teach them that Mm. subject as well. Mm. So I just thought that I'll make a YouTube channel on their request only I made it. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I love teaching. And I never left it. And uh, it's something even when I go through research papers of different um, scientists throughout the world, like this kind of science, which fascinates me the most. Mm -hmm. So it always tempts me. So it's something which I always light mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so you decided that okay make like push forward your career in that domain like we are you are not going to leave chemistry just like i'm not going to leave mechanical engineering ever frankly like speaking that. it was because of professor's research mm-hmm. i loved it that much that that i wanted to be under him mm. for my phd yeah so i got it mm-hmm. like i i talked to him I dropped an email. Mm-hmm. He replied back like very enthusiastically mm-hmm. in a very encouraging manner, encouraged me to apply it over there. I was in constant touch with him. He helped me like anything. Yeah. And we are still in touch. We still talk. We have been on video calls. Yeah, he, he, he helped so much that once because of her name issue, Komal does not have a last name officially. So uh, because of that, 
her application just got lost somewhere in the admin process and he actually replied back and mailed back to Komal like where is your application can't really I find it I didn't get any yeah 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 like were you bluffing or something that you and, didn't apply and don't and me? if not for that one mail I think that application might have been lost for way too long till yeah, the deadline because passed because I hmm. do not put my surname mm-hmm. like Usually it is Komal Taya, mm-hmm. I, but I do not put my surname in my official documents anywhere. Mm-hmm. But in US, it's very compulsory to put last your name. last name as well along with your first name. So their system could not process mm-hmm. my name. Nowhere in US actually, yeah, not, I, not only in colleges, but anywhere in US for any administrative work, you need a last name about which maybe we can talk some other time. Yeah, but it was such a such a pain to write. I have written almost 100 yeah. mails to different <laughs> universities um, stating my issue with my name that look, this is this and uh, mm-hmm. what should I do? I'm not able to create my account over mm-hmm. there in your application portal. Mm-hmm. And then again, if I'm sending them something, they are not able to match my documents with their mm-hmm. university system because over here it is Komal. And in, over there, they are putting Komal dot, mm-hmm. sometimes Komal Komal, <laughs> sometimes Komal NA, that means not applicable. <laughs> and oh, they are not able to match it. Mm-hmm. And simply there, sometimes like I, I just thought and some university may not have read my file mm, yeah. because of this issue. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. All right. So. Tell us about perks of PhD from US. Uh, we know through our friends a lot about PhD in India. A lot of them have been on this Momentum podcast itself. But why did you specifically pick US? Research, I get it. Research is the most cutting edge in US that's going on right now. Other than that, would you like to say anything when it comes to the flexibility that it gives or uh, obviously the stipend that it gives or uh, the exposure that it gives? Uh, obviously it's amalgamation of all <laughs> the points it's not something which is very tempting like mm-hmm. uh, obviously stipend is good yeah. right we all know stipend is so for freaking comparison good. india in india what is the amount that uh, phd students it's 31k are? 31k 31k right and and in us if you convert it in rupees what is it it depends how many semesters and quarters you are like if it is nine quarters mm-hmm. sorry if it is nine months and it is three quarters it depends but annually if i'm getting almost thirty two thousand dollars that's a big amount so that's around like two lakh seventy thousand or so close to that what if you can, monthly yeah in rupees i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. So, so that's a lot yeah that's right? that's around nine times yeah and plus it's not about money basically it's about the kind of liberty you have over that's actually in lower end in u.s Uh, compared because you have to look at expense of living over there as well like phd students the earning is actually lower end amongst all the other professions right yeah Yeah. plus people are pretty much professional over there they Mm -hmm. encourage you to go ahead they encourage you for your ideas Mm -hmm. they'll never discourage you over here i feel people are very much stressed Mm -hmm. and i feel that people just go with the flow they get lost they Mm -hmm. don't even know that they wanted to do something else in the starting and they just get lost with the flow of uh, the vision with the vision of their professor whoever Mm -hmm. is uh teaching them or whoever is guiding them but Mm -hmm. over there you can have your individuality and still can pursue your research and uh, i haven't gotten over there but so far i have interacted with some graduate students over there and with the professor also it feels so good 
they are so cool i can say anything <laughs> i can say anything like sometimes my professor use such idioms that <laughs> i'm like oh my god that's <laughs> cool <laughs> i did not expect it coming from you <laughs> so uh, i feel when atmosphere like it's phd it's a uh, you can say it's a test of your patience <laughs> if people will not uh, show you that small small gestures of comforting you i don't think so you'll be able to give back <laughs> 100% to your research <laughs> if your professor is comforting he is <laughs> encouraging he is quite cool hmm. you can ask anything you can discuss anything graduate students are quite professional you can just uh, you can just read it in terms of email only when you interact with yeah. them you will see the difference yeah, yeah. so um, i have seen a lot of people saying that uh, komal over here atmosphere is that people want to encourage you people hmm. want to want you to go ahead in your life mm-hmm. but in india a lot of people want to pull you down yeah that's like that's what it is said for almost every part of the world apart yeah, from e- like US, that's what i've heard that in us people try to encourage and push you if you're doing great and rest of the world is like trying to pull you not not only in india or other parts at all yeah my professor like encouraged me to do my research under some other professor as well in the department if mm-hmm. i want to and yeah. if i like to pursue my research other I thing can... is that you can even change your professor so yeah. i once was talking to a person who was doing his phd from mit aero astro group and he changed his professor in third year of phd okay a uh, little bit of it was because he was not feeling that connection with the professor maybe a tussle that's the word he that that he used that it was not that good of a connection but uh, other one was that he was interested in different aspect of research and he just changed it so it is that flexible over there as well yeah hmm. and so i can see fr- like all i can see from here is it is quite interdisciplinary also mm-hmm. you can pursue your research in collaboration with two professor three professor Mhm yeah yeah, yeah 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 and like also free basically yeah also the system is little bit different in india because over here the stipend that you get is from government right and over there it is from the fund of the professor most probably so the thing over here is that phd students uh, candidates generally what happens is that their research keeps on getting extended and extended because the professor does not care the money is not coming from his pocket but in us what happens is that he does not want to extend your phd more than it has to because uh, it's coming from straight from his pocket so a lot of times you'll see people completing phd's in 4 years or sometimes even i've heard like 3 years sometimes yes. right yes. yeah yeah so there are a lot of differences uh, phd in india obviously is a difficult struggle uh, i mean yeah there are good universities for example yes. anshuman no. is anshuman is doing from iit bombay yeah. he's happy He's doing happen- wonders. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can see it. Yeah, few yeah. of my friends also are doing from IIC Bangalore. They're happy, right? But also you will have to look at like uh, who's your professor and that you will have to study well. In general, like not I've heard bad cases in US also like uh too much difficult situations. Not only like uh, people or PhD students are uh, frustrated in majority in general. across the world because all phd is about is failures research failures after research failures and you'll have to get some output out of it and not for everyone it's not everyone's cup of tea but yeah there are more benefits of uh, doing it from us because of the reasons that we have mentioned but we have some other questions for you 
So yeah. what was the whole uh, process of applying? Can you break it down into steps? What is step one if one wants to start applying for a PhD abroad, if say in US? Yeah, just uh, I think the fir- very first step is to uh thank uh very first step is to think whether you want to do phd or not <laughs> that's step one that people miss right yeah whether mm-hmm. you would uh, you would be able to run in this marathon or not mm-hmm. if you're a sprint person you mm-hmm. won't be able to make it mm-hmm. right mm. so you know yourself and you should ask yourself that question and if you think you can do it Mm-hmm. you sh- you should go ahead with the further steps which mm-hmm. i'm going to just point it uh, yeah. down right <laughs> now right so the second step would be uh, to search the professors mm-hmm. in your domain suppose for me like it's, if it is organic chemistry start searching professors mm. and not university yeah important for phd right yeah it does not matter people generally go for qr rankings stop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. like you can't do like suppose if you're if you are getting tempted by someone who is doing research very nice re- research in this uh, uh, texas a&m university mm-hmm. but at the same time you get admitted in mit mm. so you are giving up on the professor who is uh, teaching in this Texas mm-hmm. A&M and you're going for MIT then I think it's not gonna last more Th- there's a very good index right which shows the research credibility of the professor what's that that is H index H index right yeah yeah, yeah. You, you might even find a person who's like on the brink of winning a Nobel Prize you yes. will find people like those in US right and that is something that you can find through H index so how high can H like what is an example of a high H index numbers Yeah um I've seen like in US I've seen examples of like 120 mm. 120 I guess yeah 120 130 mm-hmm. uh, my professor is is at 95 <laughs> all right so um so what do you say like generally professors lie in 40 50 or so right yeah like uh, in India most of the professor I've seen mm-hmm. it it matters what university you are coming mm-hmm. but yeah their h index is it I'm not saying overall but mm-hmm. generally it is less I'm mm-hmm. not demeaning everyone just like generally <laughs> it is less no no I was saying that even yeah. regarding US also I've seen majority of the professors like yeah are, having good h index uh, no 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 I'm saying like the ones that I checked uh, they were little bit low i think 60 yeah, maybe because of they are start of their career yeah yeah, yeah. they are yeah. super young yeah. yeah over here like even if people are at the uh, brink of mm-hmm. the completion of their career mm-hmm. in terms of professor oh, okay, and okay, all okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, i've seen like uh, it's not their h index i'm not reached that level mm-hmm. uh, but uh, over there their starting is also good maybe because they are doing research on the like the professors who have or very much accomplished and like that yeah so that's why yeah that exposure and yeah. also like let's not hide that a lot of research or research papers or publications or projects that are going on is a lot of it is copy paste okay yes, I, over I have, here. i've yeah. seen in universities a lot of them just copy paste it yeah. L- the originality is lacking there are few journals which are top of the food chain and those people who are able to go over there and publish there's no question to that yeah but when you're looking at universities in india there are like thousands and thousands and thousands there's no check on it right yeah ashish but at the same time indians over here they have 
such a bundle of knowledge inside mm. of them mm-hmm. everybody appreciates that when yeah, they when they true. go out mm-hmm. like even if you are no matter what what its index you are holding right now mm-hmm. like when you go out like they are literally get applauded mm. for their endeavors and for their research for their uh, thinking abilities and like that mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah no no in general this is a stereotype in us that indians are smart yeah and it's 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 something i feel that research is that not is not that much encouraged over here mm-hmm. and that is such a waste that a lot of talented minds they are getting wasted like that only yeah that's a whole another topic yeah. maybe we are going to discuss somewhere <laughs> in talking for a podcast yeah okay komal it is 2022 august Yeah so we were just going on steps right Yeah or yes. you have some steps remaining Yeah so sorry say, about that yeah please go <laughs> ahead yeah. No 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 no, no. go ahead because audience is waiting Yeah Yeah so the second was like just find your niche and your professor mm-hmm. just uh, google them and the type of research and it's not something that you will just type down okay the type of research i'm interested in you have to go through the website and there will be department and under department there will be name of every professor maybe you can if you are not able to find someone just start picking university and then just start looking at the professors listed under the department of maybe for me it's department of chemistry i'll just start looking at them mm-hmm. and they start uh, just looking at their research oh my god they explain it so nicely on the website yeah. that you'll get clear that whether you want to pursue it or not like tentatively like after going more into it you can just see yeah. whether it works for you or not mm-hmm. but you can just go through it and you can find it out and then you can start dropping email mm-hmm. professor over there they are very kind enough and they are very active they'll just reply to you within one to two days i replied to bunch of professors at iic bangalore yeah nobody replied one replied <laughs> and he asked why did you leave isro <laughs> <laughs> people over here don't reply even if you show interest towards their uh, their their research work and all i think you also mailed few of the professors at isc right yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah yeah nobody replied right no no yeah but uh, in us they reply if you are interested yeah like i get reply feels like they are just sitting on their pcs all the time mm-hmm. i just drop an email i'm getting reply on the same day on the same night because usually in the night time i drop it mm-hmm. because that's the morning time over there and you have seen it like on the same day itself i get reply oh and that one professor like he replies within minutes, within minutes i get reply yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like sometimes i wonder like this professor is like sometimes in 70s and uh, has accomplished literally anything that one can in the academic field and he is replying to a 25 year old girl who is sitting on the next side of this world on the other side and in the eastern hemisphere and is just interested and this person at late night or early morning or even on sundays is responding like what drives that man that is what yeah. I'm, i'm wondering right yeah. like that person is so much interested in his work yeah he is like like at the age when everybody rests he is mm. working towards his passion yeah. that's commendable yeah 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 and he, he like like lot of professors over there they have helped me by going out of their way yeah 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 and the case is different i'm not saying that if you'll drop email you'll get reply suddenly mm-hmm. the case is different for engineers and for science people i can say that they do see their uh, the emails and that they do reply 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the scenario is a little bit different for engineers hmm. and for the engineering people, and maybe it can be different for humanities people yeah. also. But for but science, even in engineering, it is decent. Like yeah. at least forty percent professors reply. It's a different deal that uh, you are mailing them when you are starting to apply, like fall, uh, September or so. Uh, you are applying uh, for next year fall, and that's heavy rush. Everyone is mailing. but and a lot of students just mail like uh, is there a vacancy or uh, should i apply and all nobody is showing interest towards their research or nobody took time to study what they are doing so if you do that i would say that the chances of the professor replying is as high as like 80% or so right and also yeah. ashish you if know if you're just inquiring about the research yeah also what i what i have observed so far mm-hmm. from this application processes people try to just copy paste everything mm. like they just want the draft for email so that they can some just, just want you to do it for them <laughs> yeah so they, like they just want the draft of email so that they can just forward it mm-hmm. why don't you do it by your own heart yeah. i have written every mail like i have sent so many emails and every mail is so different the professor you are sending the email to should feel little special that mm. it is directed towards him and it's not should be it's not something which should be generic yeah. it should not be like i like your research oh my god you have done such a wonders in your life <laughs> and please take me under you it should not be like this yeah. please be professional and just maybe point down point out some research papers read the research papers not completely but at least go through it yeah. so that you get to know what kind of work he or she is into yeah. so that you can just write it down the, the kind of stuff you like you can say you can just uh, put it down in that way that okay you like that thing in his in his or her research paper and uh, it's um, that one particular research paper you got blown by it and mm-hmm. it was so amazing like that you can just keep adding things which makes the person special which makes the professor feel that okay you have gone through it and you are someone who is very curious just like to, it is supposed to be like yeah. phd is so rare like in 2 to 3 years a professor is going to take one candidate or two candidate for phd under him yes. so you're looking at one university is going to take like Three to five candidate a year in that department, right? So PhD is super rare. When you really start working towards that, you realize how difficult it is to get a PhD in US. Um, I know that other countries it will be relatively easy, but in US it is super difficult because. See, uh, when it comes to like you are looking at IITs, right? You are thinking that oh my god, the entire country is working for this university. Now you look at top universities in US, you are thinking oh, oh my god, the entire world is working for it. Like there are people from Japan, there are people from China, there are people from Istanbul, there are people from South Africa, there are people from Cambodia. All are working for few universities in US. so it becomes super difficult so you are not going to get away with just a draft copy paste copy paste yeah. not going to work out right plus like it's not something which everybody thinks that it is very easy and it's something everyone's cup of tea mm-hmm. that it's very easy i can go through it the attitude should what, not PhD? be what like, phd yeah it's impossible like phd is not easy at all getting and p- also getting admitted is also not easy for what ms in in phd yeah 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 there. that's yeah so i think both are the same thing right <laughs> phd right, is oh, not easy i think you are saying phd is not god it god yeah. i was talking about getting admitted only <laughs> yeah definitely phd is <laughs> freaking horrendous like you're yeah. going through that for 5 years or so yeah yeah but if you love it 
i've seen a lot of people enjoying and having a good time yeah you know? so after that you're mm-hmm. done with the emailing and everything you're trying then, to we're trying to find out the process <laughs> right yeah yeah yes then you can just see like which country you are opting for mm. if it is us mainly then you can just start preparing for your exams like gre and toefl mm-hmm. uh that's exam that are like toefl is the exam the english uh, this english uh, proficiency. proficiency exam yeah, which yeah. you have to go through in, in like any case you have to go through yeah. it and gre it was waived off last year for me but uh, like in some universities it was waived off and in some it was not it was not now it depends on you whether you want to and the simple gre exam is english plus mathematics exam so in english you have to build a lot of uh, vocabulary wealth of vocabulary inside of mm-hmm. your brain which komal so, already has <laughs> <laughs> okay so i try <laughs> yeah yeah yes so along with that simple mathematics some 10th standard mathematics mm-hmm. so that you can go through it but uh, vocabulary and this english part is little tough mm-hmm. and then you can just start appearing for this toefl exam mm-hmm. and you can start your deadline is by um, deadline oh, yeah. is we by are, december we are looking at yeah. a particular quarter so yeah. fall is having the highest intake a yes, lot of and uni- for phd mainly most of the universities they take in fall only yeah yeah so the so let me explain a little bit yeah. uh, of how it is divided like komal is going for fall which starts from generally september okay she is going a little bit early because she got summer uh, summer internship uh summer project i'm just going 15 days early that's it yeah. i got just selected in this early summer research program which yeah. i'm very excited to All join right. yeah yeah so mostly yeah. it is august september okay and that's fall uh, then there's a winter uh, that starts essentially from january then there's obviously a summer that starts from june and there's a spring as well uh, which starts from when when the spring start january okay spring and winter are same yeah maybe they are same mm-hmm. alright you get it they're basically three or four i am not sure there might be some different also so fall is the highest intake so if you look at the timeline that you want to get into that university in august next year right so you have one year of time so your all the process generally also starts from august this year so it's a one year journey and some people start little bit early especially when you have to give gre then you may be starting from june or so June, July, yeah. August. Yeah, yeah. Like it's never too late. <laughs> it's yeah. never too early either. Be yeah. done with your GRE as soon as possible. Exactly, and also TOEFL, you can give it. Like I gave it in like October, no, somewhere mm-hmm. like that. But you can give it. Like try to do it as early as possible. Yeah, that's the key. And then you can just start. And you also have to write down the statement of uh, purpose. Sometimes your personal history. and uh, like you'll get like just read the website you'll get you'll get to know what kind of content they are uh, like the university is demanding from you in terms of statement of purpose that is called sop and your research proposal maybe or uh, in your personal history they'll be just uh, pointing it out you can just go through some of the samples uh, present uh, available on internet you can just go through it that will give you pretty much idea and then you can when you are done with this sop process you can just submit these things uh, by december you need to find recommendations yeah and also letter of recommendation mostly there are three like you have to ask your professors from the university the latest university and also all the universities so i asked my professor from my masters and from bachelors 
two from my masters one from bachelors that is good that he, from the highest mm-hmm. uh, the latest degree mm-hmm. you got conferred with so that's good that you get more from the latest degree and less from the like below uh, like uh, what you will say yeah like the early one got it yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah in that way if you, you have job your, experience you can get from that as well yes yes yeah. yes you can get it from there mm-hmm. so university will send like so, you, so they have to write down so basically they'll write down some good stuff with you that you're very hard working very <laughs> curious like that you'll just find it very nice if you'll just read it somewhere yeah. that elors are really nice to mm-hmm. read but don't uh, ask your professors to don't make it in generic term yeah yeah make it something which is somewhere related to you more personalized, personalized. Yeah. Yeah. so that because letter of recommendation it plays a huge important. part over it's there important. in us so it's not something you can just uh, go through it like that only but it's something which plays a very important ro- role that how strongly your professor is recommending you mm-hmm. and uh, that's all with lr sometimes that's all it takes like yes. there's one professor who is having a contact in some university that you want to go one mail is more than sufficient rest is done yeah right because yeah. when it comes to phd it does not uh, float in the admin wing for long it generally directly comes to the professors and they make the decision right so if they yeah. already have your name then it's pretty much dead sure right yeah and also uh, and then you just submit all these things by december 1 15 31 uh, december mm-hmm. usually these are the deadlines somewhere yeah, yeah. some 15 also have in january also yeah. but most they submit submit up by december only yeah, all the ivs are going to have 15 december and yeah. then next one december or 15 december all right yeah, yeah. yeah. 1 or 15 yeah And, and then, then you can just wait for your results and then you can start yeah that's when uh, the waiting part <laughs> starts right so january yeah. you'll be done with it and then uh, the results will start to come in april comas you came know. in february <laughs> only because she was in contact with the no profit. the one i got you know uh, the one where i applied mm-hmm. i got admittance the two days afterwards only hmm oh yeah, yeah, yeah i forgot about that yeah 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 <laughs> that was stony brook university yeah, she yeah. directly got it just No, no, no! It was really two days after of I the guess. deadline. Yeah, like we we'll have to confirm. I'll write it down over here that yeah. when did we submit and when did you get it. But yeah, that was the first one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all right. So after that, there's a long process of visa, which generally starts from March only, and yeah. you're done with that in June itself. Uh, but a lot of people, that's what they really do. Like once you are starting to get admittance and all. the real work is really visa and visa is a long queue for indians when you look at the us consulates if you ever go to any one of them like delhi mumbai chennai and what was another hyderabad yeah. you are always going to find Kolkata. the longest queue yeah sorry is it there are five total yeah. right okay so you are always going to find the longest queue it is <laughs> extremely difficult to get slots these days right yeah. so that is another story for another day the, yeah. the way komal <laughs> got a slot Yes. Uh, just to give you an idea, she refreshed for nine hours. <laughs> yeah, throughout the night, I was just refreshing it continuously to get a slot. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Komal, we are going to take a tiny break because I need to change the battery. Fine. And then we are going to continue some more. Sure. Okay. All right, we are back, and an important question for you, ma'am. This is where I was getting at when I inter- interrupted you unintentionally. So, it is August twenty twenty two, right? and there has been a lot of struggles 
looking at let us say march 2019 how was the whole journey people might not understand there was way too much failure and way too much crying <laughs> before it got good again <laughs> right yes. so i want to know your perspective like how was the whole journey of 3 years yes like uh, i just told you like how we went from modeling and like in what aspect are you asking me i'm as- asking in a way that now it is very good right but yeah. you have seen a lot of downsides right and there were times of unemployment there were times of financial crunch yes so what do you think about those times how did you kept yourself going i just made my way somehow some sometimes through teaching sometimes maybe working for a company hmm. reviewing stuff hmm I like that only I just kept myself going and it was it was not something that if one option is not working I'll stop looking on the other hmm. since uh, I had so many options I do, I made those option available for me that's mm-hmm. why I had so many options mm-hmm. so I was just jumping from one option to other sometimes maybe going hard on this one sometimes and going hard through the second sometimes yeah but it is easy to get disheartened right and uh, a lot of these people don't even know much about it they maybe know the tip of the iceberg but it was bloody hard and i give it my personal attestation to it i am just trying to find out like how do you keep going when you see that when you when you believe in yourself it's a very normal term and very cliche term to say that hmm. believe in yourself mm-hmm. but when you really do and when you think you, when you know what you are doing mm-hmm. everything becomes you know very clear mm-hmm. even if you're not earning a penny you know you are at peace mm-hmm. i always talk about this sometimes in my q and a session on instagram also and sometimes in my podcast also there is a different peace and mm-hmm. there is a different contentment and there is a different happiness so to kind like it's even if i'm not earning that much over here by doing stuff which i like mm-hmm. uh, the kind of peace that is much greater than the kind of peace i get maybe by earning uh, decent enough mm-hmm. by doing jobs which i'm not even willing to yeah did you get the point yeah i get it like yeah. you have to be comfortable making less money yes that's it like exactly. all you need is what you need to survive exactly all right so one thing that i really admire about you is that no matter how difficult it gets you never dim your vision you never shallow it down or boil it down or you you do not change it like whatever you want to do you are going to be still working for that only so what yeah. what do you do for that how do you do it maybe i wanted that passionately hmm. it's not something that i want to prove it to something else i believe it's my craft hmm. and it's my craft i get a different kind of you know Uh, maybe i feel that i'm in heaven when i pose in front of camera when i walk i feel there's a peace and this is something which i have which i can do it throughout my life for free also mm-hmm. i do it inside of maybe while taking a shower i just keep doing it just no, give right. me one like i just keep doing it randomly mm-hmm. as i always say that your passion it lies in your daily habits mm-hmm. you'll find it this is yeah. an escape route Mm-hmm. to your mood swings to your maybe resentment sometimes to your maybe you are disheartened sometimes through your disappointments it's an escape route mm-hmm. you will be 
you'll be leading yourself to it without even realizing it mm-hmm. so i i i just do it i don't even know sometimes just posing i don't know i i didn't make my mind that i'll be posing now this is a practice time this something mm-hmm. i'm working out and in between i'm just doing work i like it what do people not know about the modeling career they think that it is pretty easy you have to pose yeah. in front of camera right that's, that's the biggest myth <laughs> and it's it's not about posing it's all about confidence when maybe you are in front of camera the photographer is not happy with your shots mm. continuously mm-hmm. and you have to channel that aura mm-hmm. again or mm-hmm. of confidence your confidence it's shattered mm-hmm. just just go on a professional shoot you are shooting over there camera like the photographer is not the client is not happy with the kind of shots you are giving mm-hmm. and you are getting like no 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 like 10 times what will you do mm. that's the test of your confidence yeah. and it's not something like over here it's quite um, in india it's quite flexible but internationally it's like you won't even get sleep for like 3 days 4 days straight Working? because you are just traveling okay you are traveling continuously mm-hmm. four hours you are in germany the another four maybe you are in italy mm. yeah it's it's like that yeah, you yeah. are just doing you are going on jobs it is good it may look tempting from outside mm-hmm. like it may look tempting even if you'll just start doing it it may look tempting for you for like maybe i have i've not done it but i've heard it from so many models out like who are there on youtube mm-hmm. and who i am in touch with yeah. they always say like it looks good mm. they like it looks good and people who want to do it mm-hmm. like superficially only mm-hmm. they like it for like one day or two day and mm-hmm. the third day they'll give up they'll be the first one who'll give up on it mm-hmm. and it's not easy yeah you have to maintain your health you have to sometimes cut down weights yeah. depending on the client's priorities you have to put maybe you have to uh, put on more weight depending on client's priorities mm. so it's all about your playing with your body and that can be risky too and it can take a heavy toll on you sometimes yeah apart from like yeah. maintaining confidence or the heavy work schedule yeah uh, it is difficult diet wise or workout wise as well like models do work out like athletes exactly. people might not know about that right like you, you'll have i think you work out like 2 to 3 hours a day or so not that much i take time 2 to 3 hours like i okay. just take keep taking break otherwise my body start paining like anything yeah when was the last time you ate a burger <laughs> when was it <laughs> i don't remember i don't remember when was the last time you ate something like chole bhature or something oily <laughs> no i don't remember seriously I damn don't remember. it has been over a year i think at least yes yes i've given up given up on it i'm going in a completely uh, new world now and i want to be completely prepared at least mm. physique wise mm. yeah all right okay yeah so it is definitely difficult but people might not understand and to be honest i also do not understand Like when you say I'm passionate about modeling, what are you really passionate about, or what is modeling all about? Yeah, it it matters. Like, uh, first of all, tell me what is your definition of modeling? Yeah. Like for me, it's like being confident in what I'm, like in in the way I'm putting myself out there. Hmm. Even if I'm not feeling good inside, like maybe in this hairstyle, I never look, I, I never feel good. <laughs> But I do it, and I 
put it out like i'm the sexiest person alive over here mm. and i have to put it in front of camera i have to make the person believe who is purchasing the product mm-hmm. seeing that so i have to make the person believe oh, yeah. look this is something you should want it you cannot hold a shampoo as if i i'm not really sure I mean, if i should use it or not i can also do it but when <laughs> you are put in front of camera that is not easy you can't do it you can't channelize that kind of aura because it comes with training it comes with practice yeah and yeah. to a lot of people like camera actually hurts a lot of people are camera phobic as well like you you take a lot of selfies and you edit and you put the filter and then you post it but what if you have to do it professionally and that's going yes. to go on a banner or a poster are you comfortable exactly. with that right so it's all about going just going down and down and just taking deeper dives into this craft i feel it is endless yeah. the kind of poses i practice now it's not something which i do it in, uh, intentionally mm-hmm. just goes with the flow the kind of like sometimes i i discover some new poses about me mm. like i can do it like this and i can do maybe and i imagine myself that i'm in front of camera maybe some like i'm in front of like a very big team with, mm. like the people are shooting me and have to do like this the camera is there you have to be a very good knowledge about lighting and the camera like through this camera i'm looking like this my la- legs are looking like this my angle is looking like this mm. and that comes with practice only yeah so there yeah. are like uh how you are going to represent a product or a dress right that is a lot about modeling yeah. if if you are ha- when you say posing like you're posing in a way that not only you but the product looks good right because that's ultimately the main focus and some people wasn't there a question once that uh, being a model how are you contributing to the society you yes. dummy <laughs> in this world how can anything be sold without advertisement and who do you think are doing all the advertisement on the forefront yeah all of them some... are models from 5 year old little boy to 60 year old uh, lady who is who is doing a product modeling something related to that yeah they are brand ambassadors for states they are brand ambassador for countries mm. so who you are going to take mm-hmm. yeah find someone who can just make you believe mm. that you yeah. should visit this state or you should vi- visit this country yeah. who are going to do that yeah 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 so it's a full blown career there's absolutely no doubt about it and there's a different aspect of modeling uh, which is also like you depicting basically the clothing or the apparel and that's the ramp walk right that is also like i believe that's a sport in itself it is extremely difficult to do it the pressure or the panic must be next level because one flip of your heels and it can take your career down <laughs> but yeah, yeah happen to a lot of models Even and they bounce DJ back it's not that a big like issue everyone everyone they have tripped yeah during walk but you are never going to be like wanted to do that and that panic will come before you make that walk right yes yes and mm-hmm. also it's not easy i just thought it would be easy the moment i started practicing it mm-hmm. till this day i'm it's practicing it and it's something which you cannot master it and you can say that you are the pro mm-hmm. it takes yeah. years yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right komaltaya it went by very soon in, yeah and we have been talking for close to an hour or so Okay. And we are going to end it over here. Any last parting words before we close it? Just follow your passion that I like. I you'll you'll get uh you'll get a different peace within you. You'll find different territories lying within you. You'll just discover more of you. So just keep going and just keep following passion. Life is too short and just I just mean it. 
20s is the golden currency for you and just put that energy invest that energy into your passion and i promise you won't regret it more than sufficient komal i should not add anything else we are going to close this podcast over here guys momentum is a weekly podcast on career i hope you got to learn a lot out of komal i hope you listened properly and uh, if not maybe you can give it a rerun we are on audio platforms also spotify google podcast apple podcast you name it we are there links down in the description box speaking of link link of art of speaking is also down in the description box join it is the time for you to invest in your personality the only investment that does not suffer from recession is the investment on yourself and that's about it we are going to end this podcast over here say bye to komal tai and we are going to see all of you in the next one bye yeah thank you thank you for having me ashish yeah it was our pleasure komal thank you for being over here guys thank you bye bye take care and keep smiling bye